Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. Getting a very <clears throat> late start on that this this morning. It's actually happy afternoon. So I apologize for any of you who like to listen to this in the morning. You'll I'll have this one ready for you before tomorrow morning, <laughs> and hopefully be more timely tomorrow. We are still in chapter thirty-five, coming to the end of thirty-five. And I think I'm going to read the first verse of 36, maybe even a few more after that, as I continue to try to encourage us all to be more and more in God's Word and just getting better at reading it, just like anything, the more we do it, the better we get at it. And if it's something that can benefit us, the more it will benefit us, the stronger we will get in that. So exercising, eating right, and a skill that you might have. In fact, we're going to be talking about skill here in these few verses. And reading God's Word. So that's what this is all about, the whole purpose of this podcast. So let's dive in here. The end of chapter 35, starting in verse 30 of Exodus. Then Moses said to the people of Israel, See, the Lord has called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. Now let me pause real quick. So Bezalel and the other one, Oholiab, were mentioned a few chapters back, if you remember that. So these two guys are, back then it said, and it might say here too, filled with the Spirit. Um, all right, so see the Lord has called by name, all right, this guy, and he has filled him with the Spirit of God, with skill, with, with intelligence, with knowledge and with all craftsmanship to devise artistic designs to work in gold and silver and bronze, in cutting stones for setting and in carving wood for work in every skilled craft. And he has inspired him to teach both him and Ohalai, the son of Ahishamach, Ahishamach of the tribe of Dan. He has filled them with skill to do every sort of work done by an engraver or by a designer or by an embroiderer in blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twine linen or by a weaver, by any sort of workman or skilled designer. So now we go into chapter 36. Bezadel and Oheliab and every craftsman in whom the Lord has put skill and intelligence to know how to do any work in the construction of of the sanctuary shall work in accordance with all that the Lord has commanded. And we'll stop there. So here's two men specifically gifted by the Spirit of God to do what God wants done. In this case, in the design and building of the tent of meetings, the furniture pieces, even the clothing and headwear and other wear that the priest, Aaron and the priest will wear. And so with all this gold and bronze and silver and the stones and all the linens, all this has to be skillfully done. And it's interesting here talking about their craftsmen but there's, insert, there's certain skill 
with intelligence, with knowledge, right? So skill with intelligence and with knowledge. Now I'm doing, trying to do a remodel. We remodeled a few things in our house. <clears throat> so mostly flooring and then a bathroom. And I can tell you, I do not have the skill. I have the desire. I have the work ethic. I do not <laughs> have the skill. And the way I know that I don't have the skill is when I have somebody over here who does have the skill and they, and they make it look so easy and they get it done so much quicker and, and of course it's done right. Now I'll get it done and as long as someone looks closely, no one else will probably notice, but my wife will notice and that's a hardship, right? If I could do this and she would never notice, this project would be done. And so, but I know she's going to know this. So I'm like, ah. So I got to get my skilled friend over here who is skilled, has intelligence and knowledge in these crafts. And that's what God does. He skills people to think, say, anybody can do this. No, actually, no. And, and here's proof of it, right? So there are certain people that God has laid on their heart that you can do this. Go report to Bezalel and Oholiab, and they will train you and teach you. And once you guys are all done with this, man, you're going to have a great career because there's going to be all these other people. We're going to find out they have all kinds of extra gold and silver and bronze. So you're going to have a great career. Today, in our Western culture, the craftsman is a dying breed. It is, It just is. And so... One of the realities of being biblical and being a Christian community, so in the, in the Christian community, is realizing how we need one another. It's the body functioning together. We need skilled craftsmen. So, you know, if you're a cheapskate, like I can be sometimes, is it? are you doing yourself good when you try to do things that someone in the body of Christ can actually do and that's how they make a living? You know, really convicting myself here. Right? I mean, if you're, we shouldn't be about getting a lot of people to donate their time and skill to build buildings. That's not what the church is anymore. The church is now a body of believers, and we gather, and where we gather, and how we gather matters. And we, if we need a building, then we should build a building, and, and we should build it practically, or should we build it that so it's that people that walk in are in awe? I think they should be in awe of our love for one another, not in all of our buildings, right? They will know you are Christians by the buildings you build. No, they will know you are building. <laughs> they will know you are Christians by your love for one another. That should be the awe-inspiring thing, how we love one another, how we treat one another, how we work together, how we weep with those who are weeping and rejoice with those who are rejoicing. That is a community that people want to be a part of. That's what we should be focused on. And when we need to build buildings, yes, we should also help build hospitals and orphanages and practical things. And the men and women who are skilled in those kind of things should be able to earn a good living doing it. And they should be maybe a little bit better, more elevated than some of the other trades that we, well, I shouldn't say trades because it's the trades we need to elevate, but the other Jobs out there, the coffee shop jobs, and I'm not talking about the people that made the coffee, but 
the person sitting in there on their laptop <clears throat> who we assume is making a lot of money because they're sitting there drinking really expensive coffee on a really expensive laptop. So anyway, I digress. Back to the Word of God. The Word of God is revealing, even in Exodus chapter 35 and 36, a part of the Bible that I think is greatly neglected. And we're going to really get into that as we get into uh, Leviticus and Numbers. But even here in Exodus, it's eye-opening, right? All right, I hope you guys have a great day. We've got some fun as we continue in chapter 36 tomorrow, starting in verse 2. God bless you. Talk to you soon.